Welcome back, everyone. This is the Everyday Christian, where we take a practical approach to studying the Bible. My name is Vincent Saramelli, and you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Vincent Saramelli, or you can reach out to me via email. It's everydaychristian917 at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and if you do like this podcast, remember to subscribe and tell your friends about it. So today we are going to be reading out of Mark chapter 15, and we're getting close to the end of Mark. I think we got 15 and 16 left. So uh, this is the second to last one. And this is a bit of a dark chapter, and I'm, so I'm going to be reading quite a bit out of this one. I'm going to read verses 1 to 41. Very early in the morning, the chief priests with the elders, the teachers of the law, and the whole Sanhedrin made their plans. So they bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Are you the king of the Jews? asked Pilate. You have said so, Jesus replied. The chief priests accused him of many things, so again Pilate asked him, Aren't you going to answer? See how many things they are accusing you of. But Jesus still made no reply, and Pilate was amazed. Now it was the custom at the festival to release a prisoner whom the people requested. A man called Barabbas was in prison with the insurrectionists who had committed murder in the uprising. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what they usually did. Take a quick break here. I just want to point out Barabbas is the equivalent of a terrorist nowadays. He was an insurrectionist who committed murder during an uprising. So he was a terrorist, a murderer, and led an uprising. Back to verse 9. Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? asked Pilate, knowing it was out of self-interest that the chief priests had handed Jesus over to him. But the chief priest stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead. What shall I do then with the one you call the king of the Jews? asked Pilate. Crucify him, they shouted. Why? What crime has he committed? asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder, Crucify him! Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace, that is, the praetorium, and called together the whole company of soldiers. They put a purple robe on him, then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him. And they began to call out to him, Hail, King of the Jews! Again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it, and they crucified him, dividing up his clothes they cast lots to see what each would get. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The written notice of the charges against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two rebels with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So, you are who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days. Come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself? 
Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross, that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. At noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lima sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, Listen, he's calling Elijah. Someone ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff, and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, Surely this man was the Son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph. And Salome? In Galilee, these women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem were also there. So like I said, this is a very dark chapter. And one point I did want to point out is when Jesus did die, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom is what it says. Uh, I'm pointing that out just because if you've read the Old Testament, you understand what the priests had to go through, where the sacred part, uh, part of the temple was. It was behind the curtain. So the fact that the curtain tore when Jesus died meant that not that everyone now had access to him. And just wanted to point that out real quickly. My main takeaway from this is, you know, sometimes you don't need a deep revelation from the Bible. Sometimes we just need to remember what he did for us. And sometimes it's just enough to read the Bible and thank God and Jesus for what he did. And so that's what I'm getting out of this today. It's very, this chapter of the Bible, not getting anything out of it other than sorrow for the loss and deep love and appreciation for what Jesus did for me by taking my sins from me and taking them to the grave. And you can see when you read this chapter, uh, Mark puts it very briefly, all that Jesus went through. But, but the bottom line is here, he took all our sins upon himself, went to the cross for us, and died for us. And I'm just thankful for that. So I'd like to wrap up with a prayer. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth and taking my sins and taking them to the grave. Thank you for cleansing me of my sins. Thank you for all you went through for me, your sacrifice for me and for everyone. And I just, I ask that you keep me remembering all that you went through for me and help me to be a better servant to you. I love you. You are my Lord and Savior. Amen. Well, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you all next time.